Believe it or not, the majors are over in 2021. There's no more major golf to be played. Next up, it's the Olympics and the Ryder Cup at the majors. We're done with them, and Colin Morikawa takes the final one at Royal St. George's, the Open Championship. Welcome into a post-Open Championship edition of Honda Classic Live, the only golf radio show in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. I'm Ken Levicka, and we come to you every Saturday morning here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker, hey Alexa, hey Siri, hey Google, play ESPN 106.3. Colin Morikawa gets the job done at Royal St. George's, and unbelievably impressive poised and uh, really overwhelming performance to claim the first open championship in two years his iron play was absurd his putting was fantastic and his nerves were made of steel and Colin Morikawa has his second major championship and let's get right into our opening drive on Honda Classic Live, and as always, it's driven by Tire Kingdom. Sizzling summer savings happening all month long at Tire Kingdom. Going on now, buy three tires, get one free with paid standard installation. Save big on all your brands like Continental, Cooper, Goodyear, Nitto, and more. Plus, use your Tire Kingdom credit card. You'll get a $50 prepaid card on qualifying purchases of $500 or more. Not to mention... Tire Kingdom, you know this, they're all you need. It is summer road trip season. We're right in the middle of it, and especially now that we're looming on the school year. Make sure your vehicle is ready to hit the open road, whether you need new tires, an oil change, new brakes, wiper blades, or an inspection. Schedule an appointment at Tire Kingdom today. Their convenient hours and locations make it easy to get the services you need, and with over 1 million tires in stock, they've always got great deals on the top tire brands like Michelin, BF Goodrich, Goodyear, Continental, Cooper, Nitto, and more the team at tire kingdom does everything they can to make sure you never have to compromise between quality and price and hey if it seems to be taking longer for your car to start your battery could be running down you need that let the experts at tire kingdom keep you going with a free battery check stop by or schedule an appointment today that's tire kingdom Find a location, schedule your appointment at tirekingdom.com. So now that we're done with the majors, we can ask the question, what was the most memorable performance in a major in 2021? Who had the most dynamic win, the most memorable win in Grand Slam play in 2021? And let's just go chronologically and make our case for everybody. Hideki Matsuyama, the Masters champion, and what a scene that was. Matsuyama not only winning the Masters, but then his caddy bowing to the 18th hole in a sign of respect, only something you would see from that fine Japanese culture. And Hideki Matsuyama becoming the first Japanese-born player to win a major in golf history. Uh, I mean, it was just an... An excellent performance. And we went in, remember, we went into that Masters thinking that Dustin Johnson was going to run away with it. He had rolled into Augusta in November. He had taken no prisoners. He shot a course record, an all-time Masters record, uh, and, and absolutely dominated. I mean, he had that course by the neck. And it was a completely different course when it was supposed to be played in April. It was difficult, it was fast, it was extremely challenging, the winds really made things difficult, and Hideki Matsuyama, the very deserved winner of the Masters. And for me, 
Uh, my favorite part of Matsuyama winning the Masters is the Japanese aspect of it. I, I mean, he he instantly became a national hero. He's someone that is already heralded in that country, but now he's forever immortalized, and I just love the scene. I love the visual of him sitting in Atlanta Hartsfield-Jackson Airport starting the long trek back to Japan, and he's flying commercial, and he has the green jacket draped over the back of... A, a chair at the gate. I mean, how good is that? Uh, he's a humble guy who came from humble beginnings, who has had a humble career, who even in victory was incredibly humble when he didn't have to be because that's his nature. Uh, and uh, again, he's a, a national hero now in Japan. Hideki Matsuyama finally coming through. He's had some close calls. He's been a consistent player on tour throughout his career, but can never break through. But he won the Masters. And for me, I think the aftermath of uh, of Hideki Matsuyama and some of those images may be a bit more notable than what he did at Augusta during the tournament. So the Masters going to Hideki Matsuyama. And then it was the PGA Championship, and Kiowa Island was the site, and this goes without saying. This one's easy to talk about. Phil, I mean, what Phil Mickelson did over four days, taming that course, hanging on to his lead, far and away the best player all four days, and then out-dueling everybody down the stretch in ridiculous wind conditions with greens that are lightning quick and Phil played 20 years younger than he actually is and Phil Mickelson becomes the oldest major champion in golf history he will forever have that I I cannot imagine that there is going to be anybody older who can claim a major championship I, I just don't see it happening. It was a magical weekend, and it all culminates in the scene on 18 where the socially distanced, or maybe more appropriate to put, the um, the reduced capacity looked like full capacity. It looked like something from 2016 or 2017 or 2018. And everybody broke through the gates, and they're following Phil and Brooks Kepka in that final group, mobbing them as they walk up 18 to get to the green to coronate Phil Mickelson. I know that Brooks Kepka had a problem with it. He was not happy. He was complaining about it. That's Brooks's way. It was Phil's moment, though. And to me, that visual, that moment, it's so special. It's so special. To me, it's one of the greatest moments in golf history. The realization sinking in that Phil Mickelson is about to become the oldest major champion in golf history. And everybody wanted to be a part of the moment. So steady, so ironclad was Phil Mickelson. How he went in in a course where he had no business even making the weekend. And how he over four days outplayed everybody masterfully, was able to offset the conditions. It is such a hard course with that ocean breeze. It is so difficult. It swirls and it was dry and it's just, I don't, I still don't know how he did it. 
But Phil Mickelson winning the PGA Championship, that is a tough one to beat if we are going to have a discussion about what was the most memorable major win in 2021. We've covered Hideki Matsuyama at the Masters. We have covered Phil Mickelson at the PGA Championship. It's Honda Classic Live here on ESPN 106.3 and streaming at ESPN West Palm and the free ESPN app. Sean Fairholm, our golf insider from Global Golf Post and GlobalGolfPost.com has the week off. He is vacationing. He'll be back next week with us here on Honda Classic Live. Let's go to Torrey Pines, the U.S. Open. And there were portions of late Saturday and Sunday where you thought Bryson DeChambeau is going to be a back-to-back U.S. Open champion. Unbelievable. The guy is dominant. And then the bottom fell out. And he mentally just cracked. He fell apart. And it ended up being embarrassing where he's blaming his caddy, where he's sulking. He just gave up. He threw up the white flag. And that would be a harbinger of things to come over the next couple of weeks with Bryson DeChambeau. But we didn't know at the time that that was going to be the tipping point for an epically fail summer. But Bryson DeChambeau had that tournament in the bag. It looked like he had that win wrapped up. It looked like nobody was going to stop Bryson DeChambeau. And then he just forgot how to play golf. He wilted. He cracked. He crumbled. However you want to put it, whatever adjective you want to apply to it, he was a non-factor come the final five holes. And who comes swooping in but the guy who just a week prior had tested positive for COVID had to withdraw from a tournament that he was leading by five shots. And he comes back and he wins the U.S. Open in John Rahm. And the Spaniard, it was a long time coming for him, but I don't think anybody expected it to be as dramatic as it became because, again, this is a guy who two tournaments prior had tested positive for COVID. He would have had a win, uh, had to automatically withdraw. There was controversy surrounding that. John Rahm, though, handled it like an adult. John Rahm handled it like someone that understood, hey, I should have been vaccinated earlier and I could have avoided this entire scenario. He said he learned from it. He grew from it. What an adult move. It was so mature of John Rahm. Well, everybody's trying to make excuses and say, oh, why can't he play by himself on Sunday? Or why can't he socially distance on Sunday? Or it's the CDC's fault. All of those are ridiculous. John Rahm tested positive. He was in close contact with someone earlier that week. He wasn't vaccinated. He um, knew that there might be some problems, so he tried to rush to get a first vaccination shot, and it didn't work, as it is not supposed to like that. And he wouldn't have had to test if he had just gotten vaccinated months and months and months earlier. So he screwed up, and he owned it. So then you fast forward to Torrey Pines. He tests out of quarantine. Doesn't get a lot of practice time, but is able to get to Torrey Pines. And he was so steely on Sunday. And I've praised Sean Fairholm of Global Golf Post for this. But he said back in January when he did our 2021 preview here on Honda Classic Live, he said, John Rahm's going to win a major. He's going to get it. He's going to win one this year. He's the best player on tour not to have won a major. He is a former world number one. He'll be world number one again at some point. He's the most complete player on tour right now. And sure enough, John Rahm 
able to ease himself into the win at Torrey Pines. His story is not so much that tournament. It's what led up to it, the weeks leading up to it with the positive COVID diagnosis into him winning the first major of his career. Complete validation for the type of player that he is and the type of player he has been. He deserved to win a major. He has his major, and he outduels Bryson DeChambeau and several others to win the U.S. Open. Now, for Bryson, we didn't know that this would lead to him uh, splitting with his caddy and then ripping his main title sponsor, his equipment sponsor in Cobra and uh, he just went full faceplant mode. We covered that at length last week here on Honda Classic Live. Honda Classic Live, the only golf radio show in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And now let's focus in on last weekend Royal St. George's Open Championship Colin Morikawa the youngster winning a Harding Park back last year. No fans. Pandemic stricken And the youngster, in his first PGA Championship appearance, wins. His debut in the PGA Championship, and he wins. But you could also say, oh, well, there was no pressure because there was no fans. Uh, It was easy on his nerves. That's fine. You can say all that. But now there's no excuse after what he did at Royal St. George's. He was battling with Louis Oosthuizen Friday and Saturday and Sunday. And unfortunately for Louis Oosthuizen, the Treasure Coast resident, he did what he typically does, and that is fall apart late. Uh, it, it, it's a, at this point got to be a mental block. Is he ever going to win a major? Because he's been in so many positions. He now has, he still has seven runners up. He finishes third. He's got so many top five finishes, but can't finish the job. But that's because Colin Morikawa was the better player, especially on Sunday. And I said it earlier, his iron game was obscene. I mean, how does a guy hit these irons like Morikawa did so consistently? Avoiding all the pratfalls of that deep, 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 thick grass at Royal St. George's. Just a a statement win, a career-defining win. And this is a guy who had already won the PGA Championship. And, oh yeah, this was his debut in the Open Championship. So let's get this straight right now. Colin Morikawa has won two majors, and both of those majors have been his debut in that specific tournament. First the PGA Championship, then the Open Championship. It's unprecedented. It's incredible. And Colin Morikawa this time did it in front of raucous fans. Did it in front of a gallery. There's no excuses. You can't say Colin Morikawa got lucky. You can't say that Colin Morikawa maybe uh, had uh, nothing of his doing but a corner cut. Because there was no crowd and no pressure. No, he felt the full pressure. And how about the fact that that Open Championship Gallery rallied behind him? They got behind Colin Morikawa. That was so cool. It was so, so, so cool. So Colin Morikawa, an extremely memorable Open Championship win. So now that we've reviewed all four major championships in 2021, who had the most memorable Open Championship? You can tweet at us. At ESPN West Palm, we had the most uh, memorable, I should say, major championship this year. Which win was most memorable? Was it Hideki Matsuyama, first Japanese-born player to win a major back at the Masters? Was it Phil Mickelson, defying age, becoming the oldest major champion ever when he claimed 
the PGA Championship in an unlikely manner? Is it John Rahm, who, yeah, he had been on a fast track to a major, it appeared, but he outduels the defending championship, uh, uh, U.S. Open Championship winner, and gets the job done? Or, or was it at the Open Championship, Colin Morikawa, for a second time in his career, able to win a major in his debut? Which of those four was the most impressive major win in 2021? And I guess I just have to lean towards Phil. That was so unlikely, so unexpected. You're not surprised when Colin Morikawa wins a major. You're not surprised when John Ron wins a major. You're really not all that surprised that Hideki Matsuyama is able to finally seal the deal. What you are stunned about is Phil Mickelson winning a major championship. It still defies reality. You still don't understand how he did it and how he played so consistently, but Phil Mickelson, to me, winning the PGA Championship, that is the most memorable win. That's the most memorable major win in 2021. What do you think? Again, tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. It's Honda Classic Live here on ESPN 106.3. I'm Ken Levicka. When we return, we'll go through what to expect from Olympic golf. Everybody is in Japan. The Olympics are underway. Who are some of the names and the faces you're going to see in Olympic golf? We'll give you the rundown when we come back. I'm Ken Levick. It's the only golf radio show in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. It's Honda Classic Live on ESPN 106.3. Who's going to be competing in the Olympics on the links? We'll tell you in just a moment. Honda Classic Live on ESPN 106.3. I'm Ken Levick. And we always appreciate you spending some time with us on a Saturday morning here on the only golf radio show in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. The Ryder Cup is going to be in full focus here in a couple of weeks' time. Sean Fairholm of Global Golf Post and GlobalGolfPost.com will keep us abreast of all of the news, our golf insider, and get us fully previewed. He's on vacation this week. He'll be back in his normal spot at this time next week here on Honda Classic Live. We're going to get you a leaderboard report from 3M later on in the show. And also, you have uh, the Senior Open Championship as well, where Boca Raton resident Bernard Longer is playing extremely well. He's in the mix. We'll go through that leaderboard as well later on in the show. But let's go through the full rundown of the men's final field at the Tokyo Olympics. Who is going to be competing? Uh, And uh, we'll just start from the top. The man from Spain, the former world number one, and this year's U.S. Open champion, John Rahm, is in the Olympic field. Uh, Then from the USA, four representatives from the U.S., uh, and one of them is a Palm Beach County Treasure Coast resident. It is Jupiter's Justin Thomas representing the United States of America. Colin Morikawa, the week after winning the Open Championship, how about that? He represents his country in Tokyo. Xander Shoffley is part of the United States golf team as well. And then Bryson DeChambeau, who I, and this is just my advice for him, I would keep a low profile if I were him. Go play, go try to win, go try to medal, but let's keep a low profile. We don't need Bryson DeChambeau acting out at the Olympics and saying something that he's going to regret in a summer where he's said nothing but things that he's regretted. From Ireland, 
the Jupiter resident Rory McIlroy is in the men's final field at the Olympics. Norway, Victor Hovland uh, will uh, represent the Norwegians, marching with them at the opening ceremonies. Hideki Matsuyama on his home turf, uh, able to compete in the Olympics as well. He ended up uh, as a potential uh, problematic situation because of COVID, but Hideki Matsuyama is going to compete. Remember, he missed the Open Championship because of a positive COVID-19 test. Paul Casey going for Great Britain, while Abraham Anser, the youngster, will represent Mexico in Tokyo. Sung J.M., former Honda Classic champion, comes in and represents South Korea. Cameron Smith out of Australia. He is in the field for the Olympics. He's someone that could be an under-the-radar participant that might be able to medal. From Chile, Joaquin Neiman is in the Olympics field, while Great Britain trots out Tommy Fleetwood. Corey Connors out of Canada will compete, while South Africa has Garrick Higo that has made the trip to Tokyo, and Higo is going to compete again for the South Africans. For Ireland, Shane Lowry. That is a man who deserves to represent his country. He is so proud, and I think he could also make an impact in this Olympic field. From Australia, Mark Leishman. Uh, he will play in this Olympics. Christian Beisidenhout of South Africa is going to play. Meanwhile, Korea goes with Si Woo Kim. From Mexico, Carlos Ortiz is part of the Olympic field. Mackenzie Hughes out of Canada will tee it up, as will Sebastian Munoz out of Colombia. Guido Migliazzi. The Italian, he's in this Tokyo field, uh, someone that has played well on the European tour, so Migliazzi is going to be in Tokyo. Rakuya Hoshino of Japan, just like Hideki Matsuyama, able to stay on his home turf and compete. Antoine Rosner out of France is in the Olympic field, as is Thomas Detry out of Belgium. Alex Norin from Sweden is in this Olympic field. Thomas Peters of Belgium plays, and then Finland represented by Kelly Samuja. Australia going with Matthias Schwab. Uh, Austria, rather, my apologies on that. Erasmus Hogsgaard of Denmark will play and uh, he's someone that some of the international community thinks might have a shot here and might surprise some people. So just pay attention to the name. Don't be surprised if Rasmus Hoesgaard of Denmark is in the discussion as we get through Olympic competition. Finland, Sami Valamaki. Uh, is in Japan, and he'll tee it up for the Finns. Uh, this is the single best name of the entire men's golf final at the Olympics. Out of Thailand, Jazz Janawadanand is uh, someone who has qualified, and he is a lot of fun. He, if you don't know much about him, he is a fun player, but he's got to stay under control in order to actually compete. Venezuela, Jonathan Vegas, a familiar name to us here in the States, uh, someone who is a constant on the PGA Tour. Henrik Norlander out of Sweden is in Tokyo. Mito Pereira, the Chilean makes his first appearance in Olympic golf. From Spain, joining John Rahm 
Andre Arnos. Andre Arnos is in this Olympic golf field. Joachim B. Hansen from Denmark will tee it up as well. It's been a very, very rough year for this next man. He has not been able to find himself in contention really at all in any tournament that he's played in. But Rory Sabatini, the Slovakian, is uh, going to take part in the festivities and try and turn around what's been a really bad 2021 for him. No better time than now, no better place than Tokyo to try and straighten some of these things out. Sepp Straka from Austria, he gets the call. He's going to compete in the Olympics, as is New Zealand's Ryan Fox. So congratulations to Ryan Fox. He will uh, have the Kiwis in mind when he gets his Olympics underway. Renato Perator of Italy, another Italian in the field here for the Olympics. Meanwhile, uh, Taipei, C.T. Pan. C.T. Pan, again, another familiar name. He'll play in the Olympic Games. From France, Romain uh, Langescu. He is able to qualify for the French, while Poland has Adrian Moronk. Adrian Moronk, his first Olympics, again representing Poland. From Germany, Maximilian Kiefler. He is a, a good player, someone that has a lot to learn, but someone that could, could be a little bit difficult in Tokyo once uh, golf gets underway. From the Philippines, you've got Juvik Pagunsan. From Czechoslovakia, Andres Leischer. The Czechs with Andres Leisure, who marched into the tournament during the opening ceremonies yesterday. Scott Vincent from Zimbabwe. He will play, while Thailand's Goon Sherinkul will also get the call in this Olympic finals field. Hurley Long, the German, and then Fabricio Zanotti out of out of Paraguay. They're both going to play in this Olympic golf tournament. Rafael Campos out of Puerto Rico. He makes his debut in the Olympic Games and again able to represent uh, Puerto Rico. Gavin Kyle Green is in the field as is China's Yuchun Wan. Norway sending Christian K. Johansson to Tokyo to complete. The Norwegians are well represented in this tournament. From China, Ashun Wu will uh, give it a go as well. A, a very little-known player who has seen some action on the European Tour, but is more of a mainstay on the Asian Tour. And then two players from India, Anirban Lahiri and Udayan Mane from India, are both part of the men's final in the Olympics. And that is your full Tokyo rundown. What to expect on the golf course when play gets underway in just a couple of days. Dustin Johnson, if you recall, announced earlier this year he would not be competing. Sergio Garcia uh, withdrew. He was supposed to play, did not do a Tyrell Hatton for Great Britain. He decided to walk away. And Louis Oosthuizen, who was going to compete for Africa, he decided he actually was not going to make the trip to Tokyo. So what we gave you is the revised field. And you've got to think that John Rahm is probably the favorite, though. Who knows? Maybe Justin Thomas is able to win the all-around competition in golf. But it's going to be a heated battle. There's a lot of talent there. And that is who's playing at the Olympics in Tokyo. When we come back here on Honda Classic Live, it's a big weekend, 3M Open, not to mention the Senior Open Championship. And guess who? It's 63 years old. Boca Raton resident Bernard Longer is in the mix. He is lurking. The man 
uh, age is nothing to him. He just keeps coming and coming and coming and keeps playing and playing and playing. What a specimen he is. So we'll give you a leaderboard report when we come back on a Saturday morning. That means it's Honda Classic Live talking golf on ESPN 106.3. Our favorite golf pros are back from Europe, and now they're back on the regularly scheduled PGA Tour. We welcome you back in to Honda Classic Live on ESPN 106.3. I'm Ken Levicka, and uh, we have just gone through all of the Olympic competitors on the links. And now let's talk about some real-time action. Let's get into our leaderboards as we do this time every week, every Saturday here on Honda Classic Live. 3M Open at TPC Twin Cities entering the weekend. It's Adam Hadwin, the Canadian, and Ryan Armour tied for the lead at 10 under par. Just one shot back is Jonathan Vegas as he lurks just one shot off the pace. In terms of names, Keegan Bradley, the Jupiter resident, he's three shots back going into this Saturday. Delray resident, former PGA champion Gary Woodland at seven under as well. He'll actually play today with Keegan Bradley. Again, they are three shots off the lead. Louis Oosthuizen, another close call in a major. He has bounced back nicely. He's at six under. He had a three under second round, a three under Friday, so he is very much in contention. As we go down the rest of the leaderboard, Ricky Fowler, the Jupiter resident, five under, still hanging around for the weekend. Not a good day yesterday, though. Shot two over. Jason Duffner, two under yesterday. That shot him to five under par, and he is going to play with Ricky Fowler today. Again, this is the 3M Open leaderboard. Luke Donald is 500 at TPC Twin Cities, uh, so he is uh, very much in the mix. Just a handful of shots back. Jupiter resident Matthew Wolf comes in six shots off the pace at four under par. Camilo Vajegas at four under as well. Tony Finau at three under par making the weekend. Michael Thompson, Kevin Mitchell both into the weekend as well. Bubba Watson at two under. He has been very up and down so far at the 3M. Struggled to get it going on Thursday, but yesterday a big bounce back three under. Sergio Garcia, who opted not to play in the Olympics at the last moment, he is two under, so continuing his PGA Tour play, but is not going to participate in the proceedings in uh, Tokyo. Patrick Reed makes the weekend just barely, just on the cut line at the 3M Open, so Patrick Reed is into the weekend. As far as players who uh, ended up not making the cut, Notable names, Matt Kuchar, not able to make the weekend. Neither does DJ Trahan. Uh, He's unable to uh, get uh, past the cut line as well. Uh, Stuart Sink, not making the cut at the 3M Open. And those are your names, your names of note that do not make the cut at the 3M Open. You could add Steve Stricker into that conversation as well if you want to go with names who are not going to spend the weekend in the Twin Cities. Though they may, they just are not going to be doing it at the TPC Twin Cities. And now let's get to the leaderboard report for the Senior Open Championship. Darren Clark, who joined us on Honda Classic Live uh, just about, oh, I would say four months ago. Uh, He is at eight under par. He leads the Senior Open Championship. Bernard Longer, 
There he is. He's just one shot off the lead at 63 years old. The Boca Raton resident is one behind Darren Clark. Then there's Ernie L's two shots back of uh, Darren Clark's lead. So the Jupiter resident, the big easy Ernie L's is in contention. How about that for an attractive leaderboard? Clark, Longer, L's. All within two shots of the lead. That is so, so good. Uh, so the uh, Senior Open has some major intrigue coming its way. Colin Montgomery at one under par. He is seven shots back. Tom Lehman at one under par as well. Uh, so this is a fascinating leaderboard at the Senior Open Championship. And it will Go into the weekend. In fact, it's already underway, but you've got three names right now in the top six where you say to yourself, that would be massive news if they won this thing. Darren Clark, your leader at 8-under par. Bernard Longer at 7-under. Ernie Els at 6-under. That's what you need to know from the Senior Open Championship. And those are your leaderboard updates here on ESPN 106.3. It is Honda Classic Live. If you miss any part of Honda Classic Live, don't forget to check out the podcast. You can get an Apple podcast wherever you get your podcast. The only golf radio show in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast it's Honda Classic Live. So, for example, today we went through who had the most memorable major win in 2021. Matsuyama or Mickelson or Rahm or Morikawa. Well, go listen back and weigh in as well. Again, that is the Honda Classic Live podcast, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast. When we come back, we'll wrap it up on another Saturday edition of Honda Classic Live. And you're listening to it right here on ESPN 106.3.